0: Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode contains graphic content, including, but not limited to, copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, be they infants or mortals, fantasy drug use, nudity, mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. Cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned, anyone got a light?
1: Welcome to House Comblood. I'm your DM and host, Gray. We run a uh, D&D 5e uh, homebrew campaign where sentient calamities will destroy the world with the help of Genasi. That disgusting race. I'm joined here with our players, Mega. Good thing I'm not one of those. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the G
2: word. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I am Mega and I play Eddie, the... Triton Otter Boy Bastard class, and I also play Eddie, and sometimes I play other characters with similar names just to torment
1: Grey. Yeah, it fucking sucks, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it because it is the worst thing to try to describe to another player or in a narrative or in general. Followed by our good girl, Nita. Nita, what's your opinions on Genasi? Okay. They're cool. I don't respect your opinion. Who the hell do you play?
3: Hi there. I play uh, a a uh, a human cleric sorcerer. So there.
1: All right. And I think we uh, covered all the players that matter. They're playing uh, justifiable races.
3: Wow. Cupcake would be so upset you said that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know, I I do miss our little cupcake. I feel like I'm forgetting something.
4: No, you didn't forget anything. You're okay.
1: Okay. Oh, Moo! Yes, yes, Moo. Um, what, what the fuck are you playing?
4: I am playing a disgusting, horrible, grotesque fire genasi that lights people on fire that is an alchemist.
1: Mmm. it's very good to hear. Um, So, last session, our good girl, Aluya was looking into a silver pool. It's a uh, pool that can uh, scry into uh, the future, the past of a uh, location. And she decided to look upon a day in the past, uh, one day that brought her a lot of confusion and strife. Uh, Two years prior, she looked into the pool on a day where uh, children, or not children, I keep wanting to say children, students she was uh, looking after were massacred and she learned that a changeling had a hand in this massacre. The only clues that she could uh, grasp from the situation is the heraldry of a uh, diamond, a lion, and a emerald ring on this uh, person's finger and along with uh, a list of students with uh, dates far in the future and crimes that people aren't aware of. Other than that, uh, Seer fell in love. Eddie thought it was a toxic relationship and naturally killed the love interest. You dick. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like that uh, just about covers what happened last session. Do, am I forgetting anything here? Sorry, Eddie has his own OTP. Uh <laughs> Who does that ship?
2: <laughs> well, obviously the relationship that has sparks.
1: There you go. That's good.
2: All right. We ready to jump in here? Well, I know
1: nobody's getting jumped, so ha 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 ha, uh, ha, 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 ha funny joke. Anyways, uh Seer, you kind of took over the scene last time, so let's uh, finish off uh, where we left off. You were Oh, it's cute that you think Seer's going to be able to finish off. You were running down in the hallway past the bloody footsteps. And as you ran, oh, that's right! The smell of uh, burning flesh filled your nostrils, and again with the relative pain that you just revisited that horrific event of burnt flesh of the students you you walked into. The, this was horrifying. It, it sent sent you running. You, you ran down the hallways. You got halfway through until you seen a big old woodman blocking your path. Get, give me a little bit of insight on what was is thinking, how she's acting, any fidgets. Please, paint the scene for me.
3: She, she's running. She's crying. Tears are just coming down her face. The events of that day and getting those answers have completely overwhelmed her. It's a sickening sensation and she just smashes into my vet, and as she does, she looks at him and just completely barfs all over him.
1: Alright, you know what, for the benefit of doubt, I'm gonna make him do a dexterity check. I'm gonna say it's 13. That'll be fine. He has an ungodly low dexterity. What the hell is wrong with him? Um, and that's a 12, so you barf all over him.
3: She shuts the tears. She's got snot bubbles mixed with a little vomit coming out of her nose. It's trickling out her mouth. Like hyperventilating. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, My vet, I'm so sorry. She just backs off and just kind of goes into like a fetal position on the floor, just rocking herself.
1: Sir, you see your ally in a uh, catatonic state, as well as uh, a friendly uh, woodman standing at the top of the staircase on top of a yellow rug in this narrow dungeon hallway. What do you do?
3: The smell might be a little overwhelming. I mean,
4: I mean, it's not the worst things I've smelled. Let's be real. But also, I'm just trying to read these notes I have, I have written for yesterday, or and stuff like that. Ah, oh, sadly Seer would get up and do what they usually do. They will help Hulu out in a sense of, like, they don't say anything, they kind of just, like, if they're in this, like, candidotic like, they just experience a horrific moment kind of situation. Mm-hmm. We give them a nice pat.
3: <laughs> and then just simply ask,
4: Would you like me to get you something to drink?
3: You have, like, a hanky or something. I just... It's all over my face. It's more on my vet, but it's on my face, too.
4: her <laughs> <sighs> so basically just... I think we'll go through their bag slowly. Like, you just she's just, she just <laughs> Playing clean of stuff. And what they will do is that it will pull out a well, in this case, another sack. I wish I had hankies, but I don't.
3: Right. Um, no problem. Oh, I could fix this myself. Uh, hold on. And she'll just press the digitation <laughs> her face, but she'll forget about Mavet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem bothered by it. It it seems like it was a confusing custom for for humans. So he accepts it. But yeah. You guys are alone in this hallway, without your poor otter friend. What do you guys do?
3: I got my answer, as you know.
4: I mean, congratulations, then. It means then. I'll go on.
3: I'm sorry. Just more questions to be asked, really.
4: Well, at least now you have a direction. In my case, it was not a pleasant experience. I didn't really learn much. I just learned more about myself.
3: Hmm. Well, it would be tough to prove my innocence, extremely.
1: Yeah, and I feel like, uh Hallelujah! you just, like, hear that echoing of, uh I believe his name was Stonefist, correct? The dwarf? Yes. You-, you hear the echoing of Stonefist. Get out! And your pocket's a bit more heavy.
3: She'll just kind of uh pass her hand slowly across it and just moves it away quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. As you feel over the bulge. Mind uh, telling everyone, like, uh, what memento you have? I can't remember
3: the name of it. Um, it was the uh, little wooden troll figure of twins. Um, I'm sorry. Moo, uh, help me out here. They're the...
4: Satin and Chernell. What was that?
3: Satin and Chernell.
1: Satin and Chernell. Yes, um, from... Going through her memories, uh, she has unlocked a, uh, a power within these dolls, and they are now a magic item. Um, it's up to you, Leah, if you want to share it now, or share it during combat, it, it doesn't matter to me.
3: I'll, I'll share it when it's relevant, It's just kind of awkward here. I got this thing, so cool, I just vomited, but, and cried.
1: <laughs> I can think of a more relevant moment to bring it up than, uh, Being in uh, shell shock of uh, memories to do with that day. But uh, that aside, (laughs) you're cleaning yourself up. You're standing up. What do you guys do?
3: Um, We forgot Eddie. Well, I ran away. I didn't mean to. Uh, We should go back.
4: No need to apologize. They were busy killing something that I was interested in.
1: You're still sour about that.
4: That's why I I phrased it like that.
3: A treasure or a book or something? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yep, yep, I don't want to talk about my thing either. I think we can move on.
1: Hmm, I don't know, Seer. That response didn't sit well with you.
4: Are you not wanting
3: to talk about it because of
4: a darker nature? I um, don't
3: well, no, It was like reliving the day and seeing all their faces again and seeing the aftermath and smelling the aftermath. It... it was a lot. But if you want to take my mind off of it, we can talk about your thing, you know?
4: I mean, if I speak about it, it's not as groundbreaking as yours. We don't know.
3: We just We can speak it out into the universe.
4: I mean, if you know, does that mean then you'd be having a strange opinion upon things?
3: Mm, or maybe knowing is freeing.
4: I mean, the big thing, though, is that my case is not like... Oh, hey, this is a deep, dark secret. This is very much more of like a, huh. I just remembered something about myself. Oh. But not oh. like a, oh my God, my world is shattering. Like yours. More like, now, nah, am more aware. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's something juicy, like you may spill the tea. And then maybe it would be in a better mood for me.
4: you want me to tell you just to put you in a better mood?
3: No don't want to do that to you
4: you know i don't believe that
1: <laughs> just to put it in there as here like are, are you actively even thinking about anything of yourself or is the mere thought of dredging up any memories like
4: <laughs> it's the mere thought of like i just pulled a memory out what
1: the fuck yeah i'm gonna say like at, at most you feel hollow and this recent uh, run-in with uh, a succubus did not uh, leave a good taste in your mouth. And uh, there's lingering feelings of uh, uh, jealousy will past uh, the uh, charms uh, and effect, and even a longing for a lover long past. So keep that in mind, that vitriol, that turmoil as you speak to Aluia who's breaking down. I I think it's just that feeling that I know this sounds sick. This sounds fucked up. But it's that kind of feeling that sociopaths have. Oh, you you think you're going through a troubling time? Well, I went through worse. And I still stood up, yet you're on the floor kind of feeling.
3: If it's too much for you, I won't force you. At your own pace, I suppose. But, um... I just feel like if I say it, you'd be very uncomfortable. Well, after all this time, being around you, not having hate for you. It's a tiny bit of a butt hurt You judging me that way? I wouldn't judge you that way. But at your own pace. I
4: think it's the close nature that's the issue. I'll tell you another time. Let's go find our otter boy.
1: Right. Alright, at that forcible cut, uh, Eddie, it's been about ten minutes since they left. Uh, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy here?
2: Uh, I think he's just been... Uh... uh... Oh, I guess, like, originally, he just would have been finishing up, like, uh, you know, like, that smoke to kind of relax a bit. Mm. It's, like, uh, although I think eventually he would get curious as to, like, uh, uh, where Mr. Peckins had gone with his new mirror. So, uh,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just, like, wandered off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you see, like, uh, uh, Peckins is, uh, leaning against, uh, the wall, looking at his, uh, reflection. And, um, <sighs> Again, th- this might be a l- little too far out there, but have you guys ever seen, like, a-, a chicken held in the air and, like, people rotating the body and it remains in place? It- it's that kind of thing where, like, his body's moving, like, with the mirror but his head staying in place because his eyes are at a, uh, weird angle here. And, uh, he-, he looks up as you, uh, walk into, uh, the hallway. And, uh... I, I think uh, what he uh, says is... What do you think you're doing? I mean, look at the time. It's nearly nightfall. What have you accomplished?
0: Uh, hey, little dude, just uh, just kind of waiting on, I guess, little dude and Berluia bro- 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 yeah to get back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All you do is waste time, waste time. Such a disappointment. And, yeah, cl- clicks it shut and shudders a little bit. I mean, I'd ask if you want to hit, but... I don't know, can you smoke with that beak? (laughs) Thinks about for a second, walks up to you, holds out, like, a feather for it? A wing? (gasps) Holds out a wing for it.
2: It's like, uh, like, a hands over the, uh, the vape
1: pen. (laughs) Mm. Holds over vape pen, smokes out of it, and we see, like, it go, (sighs) again, it's like, uh, yeah, like, uh, a typical bowl piece with uh, not covering the choke. So we see, like, a little bit of smoke go through, like, uh, the the nostrils? The, the holes in, in the beak. And he tries to breathe it in. Uh, failed at it the first time. Second time, he covers his nose. Does a... Well, his equivalent of a nose. Uh, he covers up the holes in his beak. Takes a big inhale. And... Honestly, I kind of want to do a constitution check for this. Have a look here. Okay, so with Mister Peckins taking a hit, uh, yeah, no, was, I would say like uh, you've seen bigger clouds, but it was a pretty decent one for a first attempt. Um, he smokes up a bit of the hallway, and would you remind the audience that he like uh, one of the first effects of your drug? Uh, so you start to uh, feel.
2: Like uh, many of your senses start feeling like uh, extra sensitive, like uh, like colors are a bit more vivid. Um, like uh, you can even like you know, like start like more feeling your clothes. Uh, it's just like you know, like a, like a, just a lot of like your your sensory perception is like uh, enhanced.
1: <laughs> and I think like he's feeling up his uh, cape a bit, really attached to the feeling of velvet as, or I shouldn't say velvet, like cotton. Like, feeling up his uh, cotton cape. And I think he says something along the lines of, uh, I suppose every bird has his day. Oh, Chessie, bruh. It gets, like, even trippier
0: the more you use it. (laughs) Cocks his head at you a bit.
1: You mean to tell me that there's more? Well then, speak on. What do you have to say for yourself?
0: Well, like, if you do it enough, like, like not only does it like feel even better but like you can also like 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 start getting into people's minds you know like really get to know people
1: i think you give me an insight check uh just a six six (laughs) um because it's not relatively high check but i'm not going to give you like uh the deep insight here um you get a feeling that is a common uh concern with this um uh, he seems torn at one issue. That—that's what I'll give you. Uh, torn at one issue, and I won't give you the other side of it. Um, he is not that interested in completely like a you know. Uh, or repeat it one more time. It was communication and like sharing your secrets or like. A, a repeat for me one more time. It's like uh, like a like getting uh, like get inside someone's head, really get to know them. Yeah. There we go. Um. It's like a a person being hesitant on really getting to know the other person. Not the secret part. Just really getting to know the other person. But the other issue that he's like uh, putting on the other side of the scale, you don't know. Something makes him want to do it. You just don't know the roots of what makes him want to do it. But you know what's making him hesitant.
0: So I, oh, I went not very, like, too hard about the the whole in the head thing like it really only happens if you're like doing it with like other people but otherwise it's just like a but otherwise it's just like a a real good time have you ever tasted purple
1: I demand to talk to you
0: like aren't we talking right now shakes his head oh like you want to talk about it but like
1: later shakes his head (laughs) you want to talk about it now? And he taps his head. And I feel like uh, when, when you say now, uh, the girls uh, come around the corner here as we uh, meet up our time frames. Move your tokens. But yeah, it's up to you whether you want to pursue that more or if uh, you feel as though like uh, there's more to do at this moment. Or if the other party members have uh, any questions or want to engage on this conversation. Really, the ball's in the air. It's so-
2: uh actually i guess i'll
1: do this real quick uh
2: i would say like is it actually noticeable that uh, uh that i'm hearing them walk in or
1: yeah they're not stealthing like you could hear them walking a mile away especially luya you kidding me heavy armor fuck yeah <laughs> uh... thunk 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 thunk
3: heavy footed like an elephant
1: two left feet from an elephant
3: <laughs> big feet
2: so uh, I think, actually, I think Eddie would be just, like, uh, chill enough to just, like, start continuing for a bit. It's like,
1: uh, uh like,
0: what do you want to know?
1: It's not about what I know. It's about what you know. Tell me, what's in that bird brain of yours?
0: uh, so, well, I guess, like, lots of stuff. Guess I'm, like, always thinking about something.
1: I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Hmm, maybe not. I think, I think to hammer in the point. He repeats that a couple more times in the exact same inflection and tone. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I don't think you
0: understand what I'm saying. So, uh, oh, did you, like, did you want to smoke together and see what happens? Nods his head. Oh. It's like, a, looks around a bit, uh, there has to be, like, a good room for it. Like, it needs to be, like, a room that you can, like, seal up for a bit, you know what I mean? Repeat after
1: me. I understand. Uh, but yeah.
4: Kinda like you see Seer. I caught them and I was able to get them to relax a little bit.
3: I'm sorry I ran away like a little bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like a little bitch.
4: Um, is... I don't want to say it. It's eliminated, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, they're gone.
4: Who's
3: gone?
0: Well, I guess like to put it... I guess like to put it in a different way... Like, the soul-sucking monster is gone?
1: The smell of burning meat in flesh is still in the air, guys. Just to really put it out there. I
3: don't know. My vet's behind me. He stinks. It's like they're balancing each other out.
1: Maple syrup and burnt flesh. Um, I'm not sure which one's more powerful. Vomit, burnt <laughs> Vomit. flesh? Vomit.
3: Well,
4: with business done there, hesitates to say the next thing. Shall we proceed forward?
0: Which way is forward? That's a good question, voice in the sky.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I basically point to, like, two doors and mean, like, we could either go to the door that we see now or the door that was just around the corner.
1: Yep. There's one to the north, one to the west, and one to the south where Peckins is. It is dealer's choice where you guys want to go. Um, I can say with confidence with the north room, you didn't see anything... Uh, Incredibly dangerous from a cursory glance, because there wasn't a door, it's just an opening.
4: If I had to pick a direction, I probably would check these doors over here. Asir kind of like takes a step forward, following the footprints.
3: I got your six, here
4: Holds back a comment they wanted to say immediate and be like, alright. No, I appreciate that, thank you. Yeah, thank you! Um, when I approach the door, Gray, I just want to check if there's anything off with the door.
1: Yeah, you uh, go to the door, and there is a large, bloody handprint around the, uh, yeah, just clarify, it's one of those uh, door ha- uh, D-shaped door handles, you know what I'm talking about? That's vertical? Yeah, and you see, like, uh, a bloody imprint, like, uh, uh, stuck onto uh, the metal of that bar, and you see, like, unnatural scrapes and uh, cuts on the uh, sides of the door like it was opened without a shred of kindness so violently that this stone door is uh, all sorts of fucked up, but it is still functional.
4: I would like to investigate uh, how the door opens by just a D-shaped thing. Because Sierra will grab it, but they're not going to like open it blindly.
1: Uh, do me investigation, then.
4: I'm great at the. Heat. I'm a 19.
1: Mm. All right. So with the 19, you see it's one of those barn door kind of slides. Um, it, Yeah, it, it's particularly weird. You'd uh, assume in a uh, natural dungeon, this kind of uh, construction would be impossible. But you think with uh, Owen's magic, he wanted to uh, do unorthodox and uh, just visually interesting things such as like a stone door sliding into stone and it looks like uh, if you were to slide it all the way like uh, it would almost become flush with the wall after that you would not understand how to bring it back out but it it seems very very strange and complicated
4: I try to explain it to Aluya, but I'll basically end it in a phrase so want me to open it I have a firm grip on this.
3: Maybe use two hands for it.
4: All right, fair. I'll make sure to, you know, place my thumbs in the proper position.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So you open the door. You can open it. Um, I might as well. hmm Let's see. So you slide the door into the wall, and we hear a nice click as you see a carpet lay before you going straight west until you see another door. This rectangular room goes to the north and south, about 40 feet in length. You see a large curtain going from the north to the south, pure yellow. Inside this room, you see all sorts of exotic plants and an unnatural daylight stemming from floating orbs of light that dance in the air. The smell of regents and plants, that earthy game, yeah, that earthy and medical smell just overpowers your nose to the point of wrinkling. What's disturbing about this greenhouse is the amount of dirt and wood shrapnel you see on the ground, as it looks like uh, places to uh, put uh, pot plants are just destroyed. You see footprints going from the door to the north, and that's all you see from just peering within the room. What do you do?
4: Well, this room seems friendly. Um, shall we take the rest of the group? I think it'd be a good choice to have
1: backup.
3: All right, I'm in if you're in.
1: I wonder if the
0: little dude found
1: another trap. <laughs> Peckins just nods to set. Well, carry on. Proceeds to lock forward. Uh, same with you, Eddie, if you want to assi- or go with the girls. No, the joke um, is that they haven't said anything yet.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: exactly.
3: Oh, Eddie, <laughs> come here.
0: Oh, good, they're still alive.
3: <laughs> um, the, the lasagna noodles, are they like barriers or can we walk on them?
1: The lasagna noodles are curtains, and yes, you can go through them. Like I said, yellow curtains (laughs) Hooray for lasagna (laughs) Okay Yes, uh, from the Italian restaurant You see that there is a throne to the north And to the throne of the north Let me reveal what is sitting on the throne As you look to the north You see a creature with blue moss Draping from its wooden body. Its face is similar to uh, the beast from Beauty and the Beast, or uh, like any kind of rendition of uh, Chimera, uh, with uh, two horns and uh, beady eyes and just four sharp canines two on the top, two on the bottom. Its claws are scraping at the makeshift throne that it's made of wood. And uh, bark. Its moss seeps into the ground. And to its right, to uh, the west on this map, you guys see Venus flytraps as they begin to chomp at the air as the creature feeds it meat. And its eyes glare at you all as you walk in. And its eyes finally rest towards Seer, the person leading the group. What business do you have here in my domain? It's Clauser, just scraping at the armrest of the throne.
4: Well, besides investigating areas that might be able to help us in our endeavors, trying to get to know the locals and all that stuff. Or, in other words, we're just. Exploring an area that we need to investigate. Um, Unless, Eddie, you want to add a phrase to that. I'm not great with talking.
1: Yeah, have
0: you, like, seen a big skeleton anywhere?
1: At that, like, uh, its claws sink into the throne. <laughs> and his head tilts down, eyes looking upward at you. You mean to tell me that you're explorers, yet you look for the skeleton?
3: Yes, sir,
0: ma'am.
1: Why? Well,
0: we have, like, a friend that lost his head, and we're trying to get him a new one.
1: (laughs) The motes of red light burn even more brightly as he's chucking another hunk of meat at his Venus flytrap. You mean to tell me that you are looking for the skeleton to aid a headless friend?
3: In a nutshell...
0: Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Mm-hmm, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. Actually, you described that pretty well.
1: Why? Why would I even let you near it? Because you're a nice, chill dude. And he stands up. I have guarded this skeleton for years. Years upon years. Since the first blossoming of the Great Oak. I have been here Before you were a twinkle in your dad's eye, why would I let you near the skeleton?
3: No vacation time for you? Being here all this time? Working? Don't you have like a break?
1: Did you not even come here with Melora's blessing?
3: Um. (laughs) Well, um, Eddie, did we come here with Melora's blessing? (laughs) This overworked individual would like to know
0: i mean like i've been told from birth i'm pretty blessed
1: because i don't think it's worth the history check
3: hashtag blessed
1: um just to remind the party melora is the dryad of uh the nistrad forest the queen of the forest and you guys been uh, told on a few occasions That uh, everything within this territory is hers, and especially the uh, Grave of Ill Omens, which is uh, where the skeleton lies. So, what I see is ignorant explorers seeking the skeleton because of their own greed, without even the Queen's blessing. Am I hearing that right?
3: Well... Boy, if only we had like a three person to have this conversation with to help us. Um
1: Yes. There would be an assistance with the persuasion, but too bad, that's not an option. You're shit out of luck. <laughs> so <you> mean <laughs> I
3: mean no him. disrespect. Surely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just to clarify, he's on a dais. It's a stone dais, and uh, the throne is makeshift out of woods. Seems like uh, the the Throne is something he made. On top of uh, the dais, you see a magic uh, circle underneath it. Or I shouldn't say a magic circle. That'd be misleading. Uh, uh, Just uh, magical sigils uh, etched in chalk. And to his uh, right, you do see a flung table and uh, seer, like, you can really smell the uh, the medical solutions mixing together. It seems like uh, the dais was uh, used as a uh, a exp- uh, to uh, hold his uh, uh, medical lab, essentially. That got thrown to the side.
4: Mm, I see the things connecting now. Mm.
1: This and he motions his arm across the room is a front to Melora, the wizard. Has scarred this land and he seeks the skeleton as he bites the word that you guys uh, said at the beginning. For nefarious reasons, selfish reasons, the corpse should not be disturbed.
0: I like, I think it's a bit of a leap to say that it's selfish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really fucking good. And smoke leaves his uh, nose and mouth and like uh, just to really send it home his uh, abdomen it looks like a screaming face instead of like two nipples he has like uh, two like uh, empty hollows that have uh, a burning red coal like eyes and at the center of uh, where his stomach should be you see like uh, uh, what the fuck are those called just like a typical hole you'd see in a tree uh, I can't think if there's a proper name for it. But yes, like uh, there's just like an uh, empty cavity of where his stomach should be. And do you see as this conversation's going along, he's getting more and more angry. And I think a little bit of fire licks out of his mouth. As he says, I shall say this once. Leave. Leave now and keep your lives. Stay and you forfeit them.
3: Is there a third option?
1: Leave.
3: Maybe discuss this further.
1: I am losing my patience.
4: I mean, hold on. I'm got, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this because I'm just trying to see what makes sense for the situation I have. Mm-hmm. Nah, I gotta go. I don't think we can refuse. i um, not talking further. In fact, I don't think we can just leave.
1: You are just as stubborn as a necromancer. And he snarls at you. You're ilk. Does not know when to give up. Kind of
4: looks to Eddie when they said necromancer. And then looks back going like, Can you explain further? At least with what this necromancer did and said to you.
1: It's a rat. He scurries in the shadows. Along with his pet bird. And again, like, his clawed hand just keeps reflexively opening and closing as this conversation's going on and he says, I spoke to him once and he wanted to seek entry into the grave of ill omens. I refused him and he was smart. He walked away and he lurks in the shadows when traversing this and he's looking for the right word for this entire facility, this tomb.
3: Well, I don't think he's an issue anymore because he, like, peaced out a little while ago.
1: Oh. raises an eyebrow?
3: Yes. He's gone.
1: How do you know that?
3: We came across him. I mean, we were exploring the place.
0: Oh, uh, Bruluya, uh, I think he was, like, speaking metaphorically.
3: Oh. Right. Okay.
1: Mine's a different issue.
3: (laughs) Understood. I'll stop talking now.
1: (laughs) And do you see as, uh, you guys are talking that the Venus flytraps are expanding outside of their little dirt trench. Getting bigger and bigger as this conversation is going along. They're hungry, you know.
4: I mean, they're always hungry for the
0: type of plant they are.
1: <sighs> There's moments of silence. I guess,
0: like, for what it's worth, like, you're really concerned for, like, the balance of nature at this place, right?
1: I am... Eorgu, servant of Melora. Her wish is my command, and she wishes none to enter the grave. Yeah, just to really stress on this point, this room seems like it's it. He's guarding it. Whatever is in this room, whatever happens in this room, seems like the focal point of reaching the grave of the So
0: like, we just need to speak with Malora,
1: right? Only those with her blessing may enter. And there's air an of finality behind it.
4: Sounds easy enough.
1: Yeah, because I cannot stress enough how intimidating, huge, and strong this guy looks. And not to say it'd be a TPK, but he is a strong opponent. A fit guardian of sorts.
4: Flexes his muscles, starts to bulge more muscles.
1: Yep. Yeah. Bulge more moss. Starts flexing enough, grows
2: another set of arms <laughs> just so it can flex more.
4: Then looks to Eddie and very much goes, should we go to get the blessing or...
0: I like, this dude's just doing his job.
4: Indeed. Hence why, well, unless you're wanting to go toe-to-toe with them, I think it'd be wiser if we went and found this contact.
0: Although, it's hard to say if we could find them. I like, I'm pretty sure we already have a rough idea where they
1: are, <laughs> yeah the uh the image of a humongous blue fucking tree pops into everyone's head.
4: then let's explore further and then resolve that another time,
1: and I think uh he does slam his uh fist down once, and like uh the armrest to the throne comes off with a bit of a shattering and shrapnel, just so. We are clear. The next time you step within this domain, it is with her blessing, or else you are enemies. And he is just referring to the greenhouse.
3: Right, sure. I get that. Try not to overwork yourself. Maybe unionize. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, here's where the impasse comes into effect. There's two doors. One to the west and one to the south. So, like he said... The next time you step foot into the screenhouse, a fight will break out. Unless you have a blessing from his queen. But it's up to you guys. There's a double door to the south, a single door to the west.
0: Well then, pick a door. I guess we could like try west. Kinda
4: shrugs. Heads to the west door. Hmm. Alright. Is the door also shaped like a
1: D? It has the D door handle, you specify. Not uh, it's not the actual door itself.
4: Ah Many people have worshipped this letter. No worries. Opens the door.
1: Okay. You open up the door, and you see a uh, small uh, chamber that acts as a junction with a path to the north, south, and west. Um, inside of this chamber, you see uh, two uh, torches, sconces that flicker with a uh, purple flame. And you see Eorgu, the guardian, sit back down, and begin to pet one of his fly traps. Just show you how big it got. Snapping at you guys as you guys are walking away. Ham! Ham! Snap, snap. Make haste. Make haste. I can't cast that one. And the door closes.
4: Well, that was something.
1: Yeah. Like, as you guys uh, walk inside, you see the door close.
4: So, everybody agree not to make the giant muscled person
0: angry? Yes. For sure. Like, there's kind of no reason to?
1: Yeah. I will give you guys one thing, since you guys took a diplomatic approach uh, on him. You did see that uh, when when he uh, destroyed the armrest, he hurt himself. And I, I would say, like, a uh, course of, like, one damage. Uh, cut, cut and bru- uh, bruised himself. But as he was talking to you guys, the vines regrew and covered his wound. It seems like he has a regenerative property to him though, you can't entirely be sure if it would be the typical uh, uh, solutions for uh, that trait would be, uh, you know, fire and acid. You're not entirely sure if that would be the answer to his uh, uh, regeneration.
4: Well, we solved that situation. Now we might as well just continue on. Eddie, I think we should head south. Yeah, I guess, like,
0: we could just see what's in that direction.
4: Um, I I see something like flowy, but not a lot. Let me take a closer look.
0: Looks down the hall just
1: to see, just like what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you uh, go down, you see a curtain, and parted, uh, like uh, the parted curtain. Within it, you see uh, uh, an orb of uh, of uh, red crystal, and it is lit a flame. There's a palp- uh, palpable fire to it. And beside it is, uh, two cages, and you see, uh, within the cages, like, uh, uh emaciated, uh, uh, starved, uh, uh, dogs. And, uh, other, like, uh, mundane creatures, such as, uh, yeah, I would go so far as to say, uh, rabbit, and weirdly enough, an armadillo.
4: So specific, an armadillo.
1: Yes, an armadillo.
4: I'll step here so people can walk in. Well, this is actually a pleasant surprise compared to everything else we saw.
1: And I need to describe the door to your west. It is a heavy-duty uh, door. It is made of a metal that you haven't seen anywhere else in this uh, facility. You see uh, no no cracks, no openings, and for a door handle, it seems like it. There's an indent within the uh, door itself, but it is heavy. It is large. And it is strong. There is no lock to it.
4: Interesting. Um, I'll investigate the burning stone. Um, give me an arcane check. A 15.
1: A 15 might be good for a uh, deduction here. Um, the, uh, crystal that's on fire within the chamber. You feel as though that, uh, the property of the fire itself is not from the, uh, crystal. You feel as if this is an anchor to another world filled with fire. And with that, you see, like, uh, pipes that go into the floor and elsewhere. So I give you a 15.
4: Non-threatening at all. Good to know.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's normal to have portals in your house. I mean, look at Rick Sanchez.
4: Fucking hate that guy, says Seer. Anyway, um, Aaliyah, do you want to take a look at the animals? What?
1: look at the animals and you see like a a mutt, like a crossbreed between a lot of uh, dogs. Um, If you guys ever seen Futurama, imagine like Fry's dog. And like with thick eyebrows, very thin uh, patches of hair. And he's going, "Ah, ah, ah," And going out to like lick your hand, but can't make his uh, shoulders go past the bars.
3: I wonder why they're in the cage. They're adorable. Hello, little buddies. Um,
1: make me—it's your choice of uh, whether you want to do Arcana or invest uh, investigation.
3: am <laughs> good at both of those. Um, either one. I will. I'm trying to pull up my stuff here. Um you know what? Let's go with investigation.
1: All right, all right. With uh, investigation, uh, you see that the dog's a little too close to the fire.
3: Aren't you hot, little one?
1: Don't look like it's affecting them.
3: Boy, it would be great if someone spoke to them. <laughs> you know, I got to say, Mavet, vet, you really could have stepped it up better. Um, you were kind of looking <laughs> dead in the eyes. <laughs> but, Sir, how come the dog does not look like hot or panting? It's right next to the fire.
4: My guess is the flame has a special property that... Makes it so that people don't tend to, well, die from heat exposure so quickly. But lastly, the simplest solution's the best, which means someone's been taking care of them.
1: Aluia, the fire feels real and it is hot.
3: The sweat in between my chichi says that this fire is quite hot.
4: Part of it elaborate illusion, I would say.
3: Quite an illusion? I don't know.
0: Well, like, maybe it's because these, these little dog dudes are like... Different,
4: like special. You could think of it like that. Ultimately, when people want to test things, they can see if it has certain effects. Putting your arm into one, or just simply, well, putting something in it. But while you investigate that, I might as well check here.
0: You know, what? I'm just gonna double check something real quick.
2: Uh, anyway, at least like, uh, like look over to the dogs, mm. and he will try saying in primordial
1: hey little dudes hey what's up
0: oh my goodness ah nothing much just chilling
1: (laughs) you hear the dog (laughs) speaking primordial oh the dog goes oh just chilling well we're just you know sweating it out over here another day's work Mm mm-hmm
3: um just a little excited excuse me it's like oh you're so cute uh why are you in the cage
1: um yeah uh he really didn't tell us too much about that uh He's just been lighting us on fire. Who is he? Uh, he looks like you, and like nods his head towards Aluya, indicating that's a human.
3: It is a human. Aluya, how could you? Well, hold on now. I would never do such a thing. Uh, little one.
1: Yeah, what's up? What?
3: Well, f- forgive me, my manners. I am Aluya. Who are you? Updog. I- I'm sorry, Updog.
1: Mm-hmm. Updog.
3: Is that, like, your birth name, or did someone... Or you choose that for yourself? I It sounds exotic.
1: It's, uh, profound. It's a profound technique in my culture. I'm sorry, you just wouldn't understand.
3: All right. Um, to the person keeping you captive. They are human? Yes. What else can you tell us about them?
1: God damn it. Right, I just want to retcon that because I was trying to lean you into a bit. Um, <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, he, he says his name's Revan. And uh, uh, you said uh, the human... Uh, what was the uh, follow-up question?
3: Uh, what What else can Updog tell me about them?
1: No, his name's Revan. <laughs> his oh. name's Revan.
3: Okay, <laughs> The human do, is not, not do not do not appropriate his is.
1: culture. <laughs> <laughs> it is like you you nearly stepped into my trap, but like you, you didn't fall for it. Don't worry about it, Louia. Forget about up dog. Um, okay, so the human. Um, yeah, he he's like a tall, lengthy guy. Yeah, it wore orange uh, robes. Had a weird hat. Old. I think. You think? I, I don't know how old do you guys get? Hell. Are you baby?
3: A goo goo gaga. Anyway, uh.
1: That's very offensive in my culture.
4: Again, Aluya. How could you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Boy, I'm really stepping in it here. Okay. Um,
1: That's a very offensive idiom in my culture.
3: <laughs> my goodness. Aluya, why sorry. do you continue? Maybe try not to be such a snowflake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's actually shocked that you called him a snowflake. That is the worst slur you can call my kind. Oh God, How Hallelujah! Dare <laughs> you?
3: I'm trying to help you here, escape. Oh, yeah, you know, you... cut me some slack. Oh here.
1: God, there's no snowflakes that can live in the fire.
3: <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Do you want out or what?
1: I was very happy to see you at first. Now I'm reconsidering my options. I think isolation (laughs) might be better than freedom from you.
3: Well, that would be your choice, and I would respect that.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Police shit. Um, Yeah, uh, he just goes, I'd appreciate if you sent us free.
3: Well, also, this human, they seem quite dangerous. Keep you here locked up.
1: Yeah kept sending me on fire, even though it didn't hurt. Mm. And he just kind of, like, leans in
0: toward Aluya. Bruh, you know, it's probably Owen, dude, right?
3: I, well, hmm. Well, it lines I... up
1: with exactly what he told you on your first encounter, where he said he was doing an experiment on animals.
3: Boy, my memory is so bad. I make so many awesome choices. Well, he is removed from his body. Maybe he don't does not need them anymore.
1: I'd sure like to have his bones. Mm.
3: Oh, his bones? Um, I don't even know.
1: I would love to bury his leg in the yard.
3: Mm-hmm. 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 So, guys, can we let these little ones go, please? Look at their faces.
1: You see the armadillo, like its eyes gets really wide, then the bunny rabbit even wider, like puss in boots.
3: Here. How can you deny the little faces?
1: How okay, can you deny the little animals that can speak a language? <laughs> These clever, clever little animals.
2: You know, Eddie just for the briefest of moments is just going to uh to to open up his WhatsApp. Uh Hey <laughs> yeah. like, oh and
0: did we found your hot dogs.
1: Hmm.
2: Hot dogs?
1: I'm afraid, Eddie, I don't understand.
0: Uh, like the ones you put next to the the fire thing. The fire, the fire. I. They said that you kept lighting them on fire.
3: Hmm. Uh,
1: I'm sorry, Eddie, and I I know this sounds very specific, but you're going to have to be a bit more specific than that. <laughs> 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 you're gonna find out very soon. But yes. Uh, you're going to have to be more specific.
0: All right, like, you were lighting them on fire, but it doesn't hurt them.
1: Oh, the animals, yes. What's about them?
0: Uh We just, like, walked across them, like, next to, like, a big fireball thing. Hmm. Yes, don't touch the fire. Well, yeah, probably could have uh, figured that one, uh, but, uh... <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know. You have a fire genasi among you. I don't know what you would do.
0: Well, really, only Berluya touches them. But anyway, uh, (laughs) but like, why did you keep them near the
1: fireball? Oh, well, you see, after feeding them a diet of very specific uh, herbs from the greenhouse, they developed an immunity towards fire. So, I'm planning to use their skin for the skeleton. And I think the dog is like, Hey, otter, what are you doing? (laughs) As they're talking about skinning the fucking animals.
0: Uh, sorry, Braz, I'm just speaking with the universe.
1: Hmm, yes. It took quite a long while to figure out what species reacts to what regions. But I think I figured it out. So, like, it would be really difficult if,
0: like, they escaped.
1: <laughs> if they escaped, it would take, hmm, years for me to resume my work grafting skin or the skeleton. Or as one might say, many, many springs where the flowers blossom. It's a, quite a nice poem. As he's rambling on.
2: It's like then, Eddie... Individually, by message, first to Aluya and then to Seer.
0: (laughs) So, bad news? Like, Owen dude needs their skin for the skeleton.
3: Uh, you're gonna hear back, um, for what?
4: (laughs) I don't question it. We already are talking with a giant brain.
3: I mean... But he's getting what he wants. No, he's going to get the skeleton body. Why does he need these poor little defenseless creatures to fillet them? No, thank you. I
4: mean, the thing that might be more disturbing is the fact that these are the animals he'll use. Which makes me wonder, how many more does he have hiding?
3: Right, so um, we should set them all free and give them lots of snuggles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I think uh, at your hesitation, Eddie, because it does take a while to hear their individual responses, I think Owen... Again, he can't hear their conversations, just to clarify. Owen just goes, Yes, I plan to uh, give them a sedative to make it as painless as possible. The only disturbing part about the process is regeneration. As he is going into uh, the specifics of how he intends to create flesh over the bones to help him uh, essentially make a meat puppet that can function and be durable in weather uh,
2: probably won't like uh, go into the, the specifics of that uh, but uh, uh, but Eddie will just kind of like reiterate
0: so, like, apparently he needs that skin because it's super durable, and it would take many, many years for him to find an alternative.
3: Does he really need the skin? All he said was that he needed the body, right? That's well, many like, enough.
0: Well, like, have you ever thought about where all the stuff on your inside would go if you didn't have skin?
3: Well, it feels like if he's going to be in the skeleton body, he's just going to be, like, them bones, them bones, them ham bones. And that's it. It's going to just wiggle around in there.
4: I mean, the thing is, though, it's very much that, you know, I don't know too much of the deal, but I do know for the fact that it might mess with the idea of them having the body. unless I already have a large storage of it.
3: I'm going to be frank with you both. I've tuned out my vet. Clearly, he just doesn't want to be present.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. Ew. Give yourself inspiration. That, like, I, I love that commentary. That's good. <laughs> Holy I shit. I
3: would not feel okay leaving them here.
1: <sighs> I thought you were going to let us out.
3: I'm trying, buddy. Believe me.
1: You, you're just staring at each other.
3: No, we're having a discussion. It might not look it, but...
1: Why can't you talk in front of us? Surely we can... He- we should be able to hear you.
3: Well, we're having mind conversations, so... Why? <laughs> not important at the moment. Just know that I'm on your really side. It sounds really important, though. <laughs> it's okay, shh. My little ones.
4: <laughs> so now that we know they're not gonna die from the heat uh um but they will they will go find a nice farm and another time i hope you understand that i'm teasing they're adorable why would i let them die
3: i'm sorry i'm just having an inner crisis i can't have buffalo bill have their hands on them just please we should let who's them
0: go- buffalo bill
3: look it well it's not a good man i'll tell you that i learned that in my studies
0: Are you racist against Buffalo?
3: How about this,
4: Aaliyah? Why don't you open the door here? I think it's safe, and I'll unlock the cages. Although, be aware, if I unlock the cages, they'll be roaming free, and possibly be eaten by the giant goliath, as well as, points down the hallway, a bony boy.
3: Well, I will... Look, we can listen, little ones. If I we show you, like, draw you a map out, would you follow it? What's a map? Avoid... Oh, God, right, okay.
1: I'm
0: off, off to the corner here.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> off to the corner here.
0: Just like, look, they're kind of... I'm going to, like, borrow an expression from some less chill dudes, but they're kind of damned if we do, damned if we don't. Like, if we keep them here for what they're supposed to, well, then they're gone. But if we let them out, well, they're... Probably gone, but in a much more horrific way. They have, like, no
3: world experience. <laughs> she looks at Eddie. She looks at them. She looks at Seer. She looks at them. You're gonna let us go, right? You promised. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You see it, said she's gonna do it, okay? Um, I have to go over here. There's dust in my eye. I have to go get it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Does she actually walk away? Yeah.
5: You <laughs> can
1: open the door if you want. Yep, you open the door and you see a brimstone and a, uh, a fire. Alright, um, so as you walk in, you see a, a brimstone, you see a fire at the uh, uh, center of the room and the silhouette outlines of uh, human bodies around the fire itself. Along with uh, a type of stone, very, very close to uh, the stone sediment that you uh, seen in the uh, northeast of uh, this dungeon, where the goblins were digging, 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 and they ran into a glowy bedrock. It's like a, a similar function. You look around, look around, look around, and Eddie, like after the explanation with. Uh, of uh, the the puppet with uh, the trask body. I think Owen finally gets around and goes, Oh, I'm sorry. I lost myself there. There was something important I was going to ask you, Eddie. What happened to Seer and Mavette? Just uh, stops. It's like, uh, like, what do
0: you mean? Little dude's right here. And I guess no. Like...
1: I lost my connection with them a while ago. I don't even feel them in this building. And we see the door shut and lock.
4: Oops. Even great minds make mistakes.
1: And at this point, we're going to roll for initiative to see how long Aluia can survive for.
3: Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun.
4: Aluia, how do you like that room?
3: Crispy
1: um aluia you started this off so we're gonna start off with uh, you aluia before anything else aluia you walk into this room you see everything i told you beforehand it's a circular room with a uh honestly a pit like fire at the center and it is erupting with flame now and the room is getting hot and you feel with every round it's going to get hotter and hotter Just to describe your environment, to your north, I know that you have vision, but there's no way for me to make a uh, one-way mirror. Um, You do not have vision to your north. Uh, With this room, I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, because you are enduring this heat. Okay. Yep. And it's going to be DC 18. All right. So we got with the first one, it's going to be 46 damage.
3: Uh, could I roll again with my inspiration?
1: Absolutely. 16 again. Wow. 16 and 16. All right. So you're going to take 46 fire damage to start off with here. All right. That's going to be 19 fire damage as this room is wreathed with flames. And it is ungodly hot now. Like your skin is burnt. Uh, I want to assume that like, uh, uh, Eddie, when, uh, Big brain tells you that, Owen. Like, there's a moment, you feel your heartbeat for a second, you look at Seer saying, oops, you look towards the door, it shuts, and you just hear Aluya screaming behind the door. Seer, you set this all up. You are in charge of initiative. What do you do?
4: Well, the good question I'm wondering is, like, is there anything else I can make worse? Because the problem is, I'm not dumb. Eddie can kick my ass. He very well could kick my ass, right? Mm. But my goal isn't to make Eddie fall my group. My goal is now to make it so that he can't get Luya. Why? I have a few ideas, but one of the main ideas I was thinking of that could work is that I just, you know, simply not allow him to be near the door. One way to do that is to how to describe it. I'm trying to see my spell. Ah, I didn't prepare it. Sag.
3: I have a question, I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. Do I get any actions or anything during my first encounter, or it just kind of is what it is? You
1: you uh, essentially treat it like a lair action. It has its own position in uh initiative. You have not gotten a chance to act yet. Your reaction is walking in this room and being affronted by flames. Yep. Don't worry, you will get you will get a chance before a procs again.
4: I might as well go for broke. We're going to put a flaming spear right after I move a little bit over here. It's around Eddie and Eddie. There we go. But I will put a flaming spear right at the door. Okay. Let me yeah, see
1: that happens. What, was it uh take up a five foot square? Yep. All right. Yeah. We see it just wreathed in flame right in front of the door. It is shut tight and we have a block of fire Uh right in front of the door. What else do you do, Seer?
4: Try to make sure I use all my actions and such. Basically, Seer will look upon Eddie and being like, might be harder for you to stop me a bit as Seer will take a potion as, you know, their item interaction and take a nice swig. Okay. That potion will be, very simply, one of the most broken potions I have, the potion of invulnerability.
1: Okay. Remind the audience for a potion of invulnerability. Yep.
4: Basically, I'm resistant to all damage for the next minute.
1: That's correct. Yeah, you uh, begin to uh, drink this uh, potion, and uh, what does this look like on your skin?
4: As this potion starts to fill up into me, the potion itself seems to be that of liquefied iron, and you just see the veins, the marks, the things that um, Seer has, turn from a yellow to a silvery glow as his iron slowly encapsulates all their veins. And then mm-hmm. suddenly their skin just starts to become hardened.
1: Okay. Goddamn. Anything else you'd like to do this turn?
4: I simply look to Eddie and being like tick tock. And that's the end of my turn.
1: Move on to uh, Eddie. Eddie, a lot's going on. Uh, you, you were told by Owen that you can't sense Mavet or uh, a Seer at this moment. The door in front of you has locked. You heard Aluya scream, and you see a uh, sphere of flames right in front of the door. What do you
0: do? Uh, little dude, I don't know what's wrong with you, but...
1: As like uh, the smoke just like uh, uh, starts billing around Eddie,
0: I'm going to start playing the odds.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, that is a cool line. <laughs> Fuck Yes. What are you going to do? It's, uh, it's
2: uh, very simple. Is that, like, uh, Addy knows how magic works. Mm-hmm. Even if she's, like, uh, more invulnerable than she normally is, uh, she can still fail con checks, or con saves. <laughs> That's kind of why I took the potion, too, because I'm sitting there going, like, if I take a lot
4: of damage, I need to roll a higher check, so if I take less damage, my checks are better. So we're gambling.
1: Uh, well, the, the issue is he can force you to make multiple checks. It's, oh, I'm aware. Uh, yeah? <laughs>
4: But that's what I'm trying to get at. If it was a, it means the
2: DC's lower, regardless. Well, I mean, there's, there's never a, there was never a version of this uh, story where I would be making you take any, make any save higher than uh, 10, regardless. Uh.
4: True, but that's also why I didn't want to be blown apart.
1: Damn. First one's a hit with the 21 with an uh, Eddie blast,
4: which is now half.
1: Five, mm-hmm. five. So then, con save number one. Oh, yep. Um, I'll let you do uh the bookkeeping because I don't want to. Yeah, fuck with the guys' shit here.
4: Oh no, where I'm just messing with it, so I'm just pressing. There we go. Yeah, con check.
2: Ooh, keep twenty-three. It up. So Not this time. Attack
1: number two. The uh, twenty-six to hit. Allie yep, twenty-six. Jesus Christ. Thirteen. So that'd be uh six. Yeah, well, it was kind of a good idea to take that potion. Yep, that is a pass with a 19.
2: Bonus action, going for another set of Eldritch Blasts. <laughs>
1: there you go. Uh, you, you know, I, I never, like, I feel like we dabbled on this a little bit, but what does these sorcery, like, uh, points look like when you're spending them? What's the flavor for this additional boost? So, I would like to imagine
2: that uh, it's almost as though, like... I like to think it actually, like, comes from, like, other, uh, creatures around Eddie. Like, there's sort of, like, some sort of, like, energy that is, like, uh, exuding from other creatures going into Eddie, and then he is using that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we see the animals get weaker and weaker as you do this. It like, uh, some Goku <laughs> doing the spirit bomb. God damn, you're rolling hot, man. 26. 11 force, which is 5. Alright. Alright. And 3 which would be a nine. Ha! Ah, <laughs> suck it, bitch. Early a fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the flaming spear is Unless gone, I use my... Flicker.
2: I think you ran out. A
4: ...genius. <laughs> I have one left. I saved that last goddamn one. Holy shit. Holy shit. Now I am out. Oh my
1: god. Oh, you won't be able to do it again. Okay, hang on, hang on. That, that was a pivotal moment. Yeah, keep the rolling going, but... uh. Uh, what does this blast look like? What made it different enough to disrupt your concentration? And, uh, Seer, as you're losing your concentration, uh, what does your magic look like? What does your feature look like as you are defying fate itself? Let's we'll start off with Eddie. It's
2: like, I almost like to imagine to a certain degree that Eddie's smoke is actually, like, different from regular smoke. So, like, like as, like, it's being, like, you know, like, hurled at, uh, at Seer, it's like, uh... Um, like it actually is, is like starting to like uh, like degrade her a little bit and maybe even like start making like her head woozy much like a lot of the smoke that, <laughs> that Eddie makes on a regular basis you know, like, uh, like her head's getting a little foggy
1: <laughs> okay and uh Moo Seer like head's getting foggy uh, all that happens like uh, what do you do like uh, what's your flavor as you defy this
4: you know how some people get caught off guard by something and they're just like taken aback. That moment occurs with Seer, but all they do when they see Eddie hit them with that is they just take a deep breath, a really quick one, and release as the smoke comes out. And she just kind of glares, going like, "It's not gonna
1: work." <laughs> okay, and the final attack with the twenty-two.
4: The truth is, though, I'm scared. When I say a cool line, I always tend to fail the next
2: save. So let's see what Eddie' damage was.
1: Okay. That's it. Just a seven. Yep. So 22 to hit. Also, bold of you to assume it's my final attack. Uh, Yeah, he still has one more trick. So uh, three damage. You just need to get a four and higher pass. Okay, 15. With the 21 for your saving throw, that that flaming sphere is staying up. Eddie, what's your final trick? The... Then suddenly, like, the smoke
2: starts building up even more as we do an eddy surge. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die.
1: Okay, hang on. What's your posture with all this? Because you're doing an all-out attack here. Like, how, how does this, like, what, what does your uh, uh, posture look like? How are you standing? What does this look like? I'm trying to get a view of this in my head here. Because you got fire erupting behind you.
2: <laughs> so, well, very simply... Uh, uh, Eddie is, I think because of this particular, the nature of this situation, he is actually standing up straight.
1: <laughs>
3: Damn. <laughs> you got Eddie to stand up straight. It's,
1: uh, Looks and like I like... fixed
4: your posture there, Otter.
3: <laughs> With the <a> hard
1: R. <laughs> 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 Squint your eyes. This isn't Seer. <laughs> That's the moment. Wait,
2: hold on, hold on. This is this is insincere.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: that's good. I,
4: I, I have to leave. That hurts. I hurt way too much when they said it. Oh God.
1: <laughs> that's a good evil doppelganger name. Oh, the first miss with the uh, four with the action surge.
2: Uh, you know what? Even though this is usually a pretty big waste of this
1: feature, mm. I'm gonna add two D four to that. All right, sounds good. Uh, what's your AC here? for reference?
4: It is 18.
1: 18. Alright, so you just need 6. That's a pretty good fucking AC. Ah, because you finally got a shield.
4: I don't have- I have a shield, yeah, but I he's gonna get it. I bet you he's gonna roll two threes.
2: Well, no, I'm still, like, a really, uh, like I said, playing the odds here.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, it's against the average. He he needs to, he needs to get lucky with these rolls. A 3 and a 4, <laughs> holy shit! 7! you, you got I knew it. it. There you go. Let's
4: see the hit. I'm not usually wrong.
1: 14. Jesus. Uh, 7 damage. But yes, is a hit. With a fucking, holy shit. And a 13 for the constitution saving throw. Alright. Alright, here's the last one for the round. God. I would
4: have died if I didn't have the potion of vulnerability. He's like punching me down.
1: At 25. You're just rolling super good with these attack rolls. Holy shit. Oh. Okay, so nine. Okay. Reduced to 4. Yep. What what is the actual total damage without reduction here?
4: Um, so let's put it this way. So since the start of combat, he's been rolling really damn well. So I took 11, 24, 35. i have to keep going. Hmm. 42.
1: 42. 54.
4: 54. Oh, no, correction. Sorry, 56.
1: Yep, 56.
4: And that is 65 damage.
1: 65 fucking damage. So, in total, 32 damage is what you took from all that. And a natural 20 constitution saving throw as the orb of fire only flickered once, but stance resolute. Uh, I know, uh... Eddie, I, I've been badgering you about Flavor This, Flavor That, just because this is just such a cool scene. But, uh, is there anything else uh, you're planning to do on your turn here? It's, uh... It's, like, uh, I
2: think Eddie, like, you know, like, will stay exactly where he is, but he will say, like, as he is
0: ending his turn, um, it's, uh, I can't stop Eddie once he's like this. You can stop him, Seer.
1: Okay. Now, from the top, Mega. Uh, start of your turn to end your turn. How does this, like, uh, look? Blast after blast after blast. (laughs) Like, I need to see this, because this is just such a fucking cool scene. It's like,
2: Eddie has actually, like, stood up, and, like, uh, Eddie has taken, like, particular notice of this, and it's like, uh, as the smoke starts billowing up, like, uh, very similar to, like, uh, I would almost say, like, similar to, like, Seraphim Wings. Like, and just, like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, like the, the six blasts that would, like, uh, like, appear just off to his side, and as they, like, start firing one after the other, after the other, like, at Seer, just, like, uh, trying to, like, uh, mess her up, make her, like, uh, lose concentration, the smoke is starting to billow up into the air, and it's, like, uh, and I imagine just, again, because of, like, how resolute Seer is currently being, it's, um, it's, uh... Actually, I will go ahead and say, like, the last blast. I actually am going to knock her
1: five feet away. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is an uh, object in the way. Um,
4: oh, God, he's trying to knock me into
1: it. I uh, Usually, I allow bludgeoning damage with a little bit of buildup. Uh, in this situation, I would have allowed fire damage, but that's uh, not, It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, there is no space for her to go on to, but she gets knocked back to her original position fire erupting around her god damn that's so cool both of you guys have like fire behind you like you're in an inferno all of you <laughs> even fucking Nita. <sighs> all right that's uh yeah we finished off your turn that was a cool little scene there um Aluya, is your turn you are in this chamber of hell um you don't have a visible line of sight out of here what do you do
3: uh I'm gonna try the door, see if I can get out.
1: All right, item interaction. It is locked. There is no keyhole. There is only indentation, and it is not budging for you.
3: Okay, then I will use my sorcery's point to... uh...
1: Just to quickly put it in here, just to really hammer in the point. There is no uh, cracks. There is no, uh, like, holes through the door. It is functionally a wall okay go on
3: i'm gonna quick and spell um dimension door
2: you don't have to I thought and it spell. Was a, you didn't I use thought your it, action
3: Oh, i thought the item interaction was my action that's why you're good, so you can use you're good. Door, go for it oh then i, I knew you about. kind of
4: had that spell so it made it funny
3: so i'm just gonna bounce out i don't
4: know where to go where do you think if Valuya was panicking they would think if they saw in this building they would go to into the fire Please do into fire. Would you go back to the person that fed everybody food? Maybe the brain.
2: It's literally anywhere in a five hundred foot radius from you, so you've uh, got options.
3: Yeah, you do. Um, I think I think the only thing that comes out because I'm sorry, it was shiny and it made an impact. Uh, this crystal room over here. hmm It was just kind of a hot flash mm. of a situation that kind of crept up into her. So that's where she's going. Let me do it. I can't move.
1: Yeah. Well, that's because there's a wall. Well, he, he yeah. kind of has to do it. because yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Just give me a second. I'm just reading through something. Yeah. No, I got nothing. It works out perfectly. All right. And you said you wanted to be in the room with uh, the uh, mirror.
3: No. The, it's the enchanting crystal room.
1: Enchanting. Oh, OK.
3: Yeah. There.
1: OK. There you
3: go. I'm going. Yeah. I'm just going to take a moment and just collect myself because I got burn marks all over me. And that will be my turn. Just kind of huffing and puffing, trying to get <laughs> a good breath from all the smoke. <sighs> trying to figure out what the fuck just happened.
1: This is the second time Dimension Door has saved your ass. Yeah. Again, uh, Eddie, Seer, both of you are unaware of what just transpired here. We go back to uh, Seer. It is your turn.
4: Um, what about Eddie with a flaming spear right by him?
1: Um, okay, so that's with uh, when you're within five feet, or do you actually have to make uh, contact with it?
4: Um, if he starts their turn there, or I think they ended their turn right there. I forgot to mention it, I just didn't want to interrupt. Let me look at it. Oh yeah. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet must make a dexterity saving throw. So i forgot heard yeah, that tell you that Eddie.
1: Okay. Okay. Within five feet.
2: Oh, I was waiting for you to mention it. Yeah, I apologize.
1: I was uh, just not, I just no, responsibility. Have fun.
4: <laughs> no no no, no. I, I wanted to make sure i usually save
1: it on my turn okay uh uh what's uh saving throw 18 18 got you do, 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 do. make the saving throw and let's get on with it Here we go all right this is failure
4: you will take roll it both ones ah! it's getting hot eddie
0: yeah it's getting really hot in here
4: but you're gonna see sears stand up emboldened behind them by flames, and they just, just stare at you and go like, as I said, I don't really need to fight you. I just simply wait. Do you think you waste your time on me? If so, I'm ready. I will do one thing. I will quaff one of my elixirs, which will give me 10 temporary hit points. And on top of that, if I'm looking at my features correctly, Oh yeah, this is the one that I saved, because I just wanted to save it for the HP thing. But you'll start to see Sears slowly try to look more like a and being like, don't waste your breath. I'll just take their looks. There
1: you go. Anything else on your turn?
4: Yes, I'm going to try to hurt Eddie. So what I'm going to do is that I actually am going to drop the bottle I quaffed and catapult it to Eddie's face. Oh, Did Hell he yeah. use an action to drink that? Um, it was a bonus action due to Gray allowing me. It usually does take an action since it's an elixir, but I talked to Gray when I first made the character. All right, just making
2: sure.
1: Yep, it is perfectly fine.
4: Pick your lumps. So I need to know the dexterity saving throw, Eddie. DC 18.
1: Oh jeez. Uh, yeah, with the four, that's failure.
4: I'm trying to double check if my alchemist savant
2: will add to that. No, it, it doesn't that. deal. It doesn't deal fire or acid damage.
4: You're correct. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. You take 12 bludgeoning damage. Otter boy. Well, basically, very, they just very much stand there, and you could tell their like their whole goal is not to kick your ass. Their whole goal is being like, go ahead and focus me. Whatever's happening behind there is their demise. I'm here to ultimately make it so you can't get to them. And that is where I end my turn. As
2: Seer gets themselves prepared. So well, you're still taking uh, four Eldritch Blast attacks. So <laughs> there you go. No, don't hurt me. I'm squishy. <laughs> All right, attack number one.
1: The 25.
2: it's going to hurt. 10.
1: Mm-hmm. Five damage and a four for exact 10.
2: Oh, my God. It's like a, I'm playing the odds in a different way because I could technically try to make you re-roll that, but you still have pretty good odds on rolling like a four or higher. hmm <laughs>
4: That's why I'm scared that he keeps pummeling me because I'm just slowly dying. That's exactly my AC.
2: Eighteen exactly. Yeah, eighteen is the exact hit. Or just four damage or eight to reduce to four.
4: <laughs> Oops, I should add four more eight I'll just pretend. Oh wait, I have temporary hit points, so that means I've been taking off damage that I shouldn't be. I'm goofed. Um have well, one You might
2: as you might as well just see if like if I take it out anyway.
4: Uh Wait I have one hit point left If you of 10th uh, if you hit it. So there you go. Mm. That means then I'm still at... My last HP was 43, so I'm at 42. There we go. Another sin.
1: Oh, God. Four again. All right, Eddie, do your worst.
2: Huh. This one will miss.
1: Yep. 13. Didn't have a good like hit-to-miss uh, ratio so far. Mm. And 10, uh, 12. 12.
2: <laughs> well, since this might be going on a bit longer, and so this time around essentially, like, uh, Eddie is going a bit over Eddie's head, and then Eddie is going under Eddie. Yep, Eddie and Eddie are switching places. So, just for the record, uh, the flaming sphere actually can't reach me, uh, and Seer is now officially between four objects, so Seer actually can't go anywhere.
4: <laughs> True, but I was gonna say, doesn't Eddie have to make a save? That they end or turn there?
2: Well, I was just making sure that this part was clear, so that Eddie could actually just go here. <laughs> there you go.
4: <laughs> Yep, right, that
2: before, that's perfectly reasonable.
4: Before I do that, we got to have Eddie roll save.
2: Oh, he's not a flammable
1: object.
4: Oh, damn. Or it, a creature.
1: I like... <laughs> you got to take an attack you. of opportunity, though.
4: <laughs> oh, that I hate that. We AoE. Oh, I fucking hate that so much. But I can still hit him next turn, so that's OK. Um, I can try to hit him with an attack of opportunity. Why not?
1: And a little poke.
4: Take a dagger. Yeah, like, I'm not expecting results.
2: Yeah, that's it for Eddie's turn. You pretty much only have one place to go, and it's not much better than the place you're currently at.
5: Up, up, up.
4: True. However, what I will do is I'll slam with a bonus action the sphere into the current Eddie.
1: Okay. Doesn't do anything.
4: Um, how high is the ceiling?
1: Um, Just like everything else, uh, about uh, 15 feet high. Okay, I'll just fly around. <laughs> Eels. So you're going to move out of uh, uh, Eddie's range then? Correct. Okay. You're going to take that, Eddie?
4: Basically, I'll just be floating above, like, 15 feet after I take the attack of opportunity. So it's like, I'll take it, and then I'm just going to be above, um, waiting for that attack of opportunity. My, I might lose concentration.
2: There, there is none.
4: Oh, all right, you, Eddie. You,
2: did, you didn't, at least as far as I can, wait, how high did you go?
1: 15 feet, and I, uh, and I asked her if she moved, uh, moved out of range. She I did. did,
4: so that's what I was specifying. Shoot me, Eddie!
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll
2: do I'll go ahead and do it. So, mostly because uh, like, a lot of your uh, attacks are going to be of a different sort. All right, 16 misses.
1: Yep. And then the other one. Damn, 14. Cool. All
4: right, then a seer flies up, avoiding the eddy blast. They take another vial and take another swig from as a bonus action. Oh, no, I already used my bonus action. Um, as my action to quaff a potion of speed. So basically, my AC goes up by 2, I have advantage on all dexterity saving throws, and I may take an additional action, that is, a weapon attack.
1: So, okay, how are you doing this? Because you said you're 15 feet in there.
4: Well, not the spell, the potion. It's a potion of speed. It is this exact same way as has haste is. It's, that's just what it is, it's haste. It's just the potion, instead of lasting for a minute, it lasts for a few hours.
2: Okay, it's not one of your art- it's not one of your artificer potion.
4: Correct. By the way, fun fact: In Second Edition, if you drank one of these potions, you lose—you lost a year of your life because you metabolized so much of your life. Um, but anyhow, with my extra action, as I fly, I go into Eddie's above Eddie, so I'm not gonna move my token.
1: We'll just take mental note that you're above uh Otter Eddie, correct? Not Shadow Knight Eddie, eh, Otter. Correct. Correct. Okay, you're above him.
4: And what I am going to do. I have nothing else to do. Like, I I already used my action economy, so I'm just going to stab him.
1: So hang on. You're going to float down until you're within his reach and stab him? Correct. Okay. Got you.
4: I want his his pelt. 19.
2: Uh, Yes, that will hit Eddie. Watch this impressive damage of three points. (laughs) Three
1: three fucking damage.
2: But
4: the idea is like, hey, Sears becoming more and more of a threat. So I don't need to do a lot more things
1: (laughs) by poking you. (laughs) Okay, and that's Andy. Your turn's here.
4: Yeah, I'm basically going toe to toe with Eddie.
2: Eddie, what are you gonna do? Drinking a lot of expendable potions to do it.
4: (laughs) I am an alchemist. I drink my potions. That's what I do.
2: Yeah, but also these things are very expensive, and you'll probably never come across them again.
4: (laughs) 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 Very aware. I cannot choose the situation because I don't know the situation, so I just have to play it in the sense that my goal is to kill you. Oh my god. So I will not waste any expenses to murder you. You're absolutely correct, Eddie. That is the truth of being a good role player. I don't care about resources. What I care is if I complete my goal, and my goal is to murder you. Yeah, that's the end of my turn.
1: Okay, Eddie, what the fuck are you going to do? Honestly,
2: this is going to be a setup situation.
1: Okay.
4: I love how it's like we're still fighting going like, Aluya's gonna die and Aluia's like, ah.
1: Yeah, just in a very nice little fucking room.
4: Finds Eddie and it's like, what the fuck happened? It's like, <laughs> you didn't know?
1: Yeah, I got Sears blood all over me. <laughs>
2: yeah, this in this situation, this makes the most sense. Uh, centered on himself. Uh, he is, like, uh, going to use his action to cast Fog Cloud.
4: Alright, to be fair, while you put up Fog Cloud, I'm just gonna move my screen to the side just to make it fair that I can't see Eddie, you know?
1: Yeah, it essentially covers, like, uh, the chamber and are uh, the junction chamber, and uh, a little bit north of that chamber.
0: And
2: then, it's like, uh, remind me where Seer actually is again.
4: They are right above your head.
2: Okay.
5: Hmm.
2: In which case... Uh, and, like, the the total height of the ceiling is, in fact, like... 15 feet. 15, yeah. Yeah, okay. Honestly, I kind of already know how this is. But, so I think I'll just... Yeah, I think Eddie will move here. <laughs> Doing fine, still within range. Well, she wouldn't be able to make an opportunity attack anyway. Um, Correct. But you can't actually just go ahead and, like, uh, move her here now since... I've moved out. My main reason for doing that. <laughs> Just assume there's smoke everywhere. And then Smokey Eddie is going to like now be here. <laughs> yeah, to the south of Seer. And uh, since I'm not really doing anything else with my bonus action, uh, I might as well take a smoke break. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. So Eddie will get 11.
1: 11, gotcha.
2: But yeah, that'll that'll end uh, Eddie's turn.
1: <laughs> Alright, Seer, back to you.
4: All right, I'm gonna go faster on this case because very much now it's just this Eddie and me. I'm blinded; I can't see up, which really is gonna suck. I take a few uh, attack opportunities since Eddie has blindsight.
2: You're in the jungle now. So, like, uh, like, where specifically are you going? Uh...
4: I'm going straight up, trying to see where the attacks come from. That's my goal because if I see an Eldritch Blast fly for- towards me, I know where to th- what to do
1: next. Directly up towards the ceiling. Gotcha. Correct. That'd be leaving the range of both Eddie and Eddie, or the reach.
4: Correct. And they technically can hit me at advantage because I can't see them.
2: Well, yeah, I was planning on that's the whole reason for the advantage to essentially try to undo the fact that you just increased your AC by two. There you go. Anyways, like, it, it's uh, this blast is going to come from
1: uh, Smokey Eddie. <laughs> okay. Holy shit, natural 20. Ow. Yeah, that's going to hurt.
4: Well, maybe not hurt hurt.
1: Yeah, you're right. It might not hurt her. It might just kill her.
4: That's pretty healthy. It's pretty hard to kill me once I'm going.
1: So
2: nine damage in total. Uh,
4: Perfect. I'll roll a con check, but you keep going.
1: Mm-hmm. Keep her going. 23 for constitution saving throw. From Seer to keep up that flaming sphere. Because we all know Lue is dying at this very moment. Oh, shit. Um, I believe it's All 20 right, just right. barely misses. Yeah, with an 18. Yeah, Yep, yeah. Yeah,
2: you got a blast from behind you.
3: <laughs> from behind me, okay. So wait, the flaming spear is still up?
1: Yeah. It is still up.
3: And she's flying?
1: I believe, uh, the fly is not concentration because she got it from consumable. Oh, the oh. boots, sorry, yes.
3: Fancy. Well, no, yeah. you
1: don't have the boots, I have the boots.
4: Oh, no, right, you're right, sorry, my brain, because I do have a potion of flight, too. <laughs> I think it was for the potion. My brain's kind of everywhere.
1: Yeah, but I assume even if you got from the potion flight, it, it shouldn't, uh, I don't believe it's uh, concentration based.
2: It, it's just a duration of one minute, I think, or, or it was either one or 10.
4: <laughs> I am burning so many resources. I'm going to be so sad, but that's okay. Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll continue because I'm going to burn another resource. Fuck with Eddie. I don't need to see someone to do this. I will, I'm going to use a spell scroll to cast confusion.
1: Confusion doesn't require sight.
4: No, basically each creature in ten foot of a sphere at, on a point you choose within range. I don't need to see. I just point. I just choose a point.
2: If that's what you really want to do.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's the beautiful thing. It's like I'm just sitting here going, like, I'm just stalling. It's very much. See, we'll just say it's like I could tell your game pretty heated. I imagine that's how they are too.
2: So then, as uh, flaming spheres, concentration is lost. It, yeah, there's it another concentration. Oh, you're right. That's why I was like, "Are you For sure?" sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I caught on to that a little later than uh, Eddie because he knows he spells by heart. But I was just looking at it, and concentration popped up. I was like, ah, okay."
2: It's <laughs> okay. We'll have fun with it. Although, will although, like, it, it still could be a bit fucky, uh, because, like, you know, I could fail the save. DC 15 Wisdom. Actually, I don't even know how. I don't even know how long you've been on. Uh, uh, to that scroll because I didn't. I wasn't even worried that you had it. Um, I'm going to use one of my baser inspirations to re-roll that. Yeah, that's fine. Fail.
5: Fail.
1: Fail.
4: <sighs> Damn it. Nineteen. I just want to imagine Eddie. You're just sitting there, and all of a sudden you just feel this wave of custom force that's trying to muffle your head, and you just kind of like cover your eyes, and you're just kind of like avoided it. Okay, and then before I end my turn. As a bonus action. Well, actually I don't need to end my turn right away because as my action as my bonus action, I quaff a potion, another healing potion. I'm just trying to make it do it. Come
0: on.
1: Alright, see so we'll get that. We're more roided up than an Olympic athlete. Jesus.
4: And then as an action that I have an extra thing to do, I also will drink another potion. And just simply look say to Eddie, it's like I can keep going. And that'll be the end of my turn. Let's be real though, should we should we have Aluia kind of, like, eventually start wandering in?
2: I, I, yeah, I was gonna Well, the asking. thing is, is, that, like, the crystal room is, like, far away, and more yeah. specifically, isn't it on the other side of... Beyond an
1: enemy. <laughs> so, if she were to come down, we could start up two combats, but we'll deal with that when we deal with that. Aluya, uh, are you still taking a breather, or would you be uh, charging down?
3: No, I was gonna... I just needed a moment to impose myself, but I would have, uh, started to make my way back down.
4: Would you use, like, a spell to get there, like Dimension Door?
3: Yeah, I was gonna use it again.
1: Uh, If you want, we can say at this moment, I mean, only, like, uh, you know, a handful of seconds went by. I do feel a little bit bad for keeping you out of the encounter this long.
3: Uh, It's fine. It seems like they had some beef to take care of.
1: Yep, and I feel like this is a good moment to add another variable here.
3: Um, to think about where I would portal from because I can't go to the garden room.
1: Yeah, just ping where you want to be, and I'll put you there.
3: Um, uh, the last place I can think of from where I was is thinking about these critters. So,
1: yeah. All right, Bap, uh, flavor this up for me in between Sears' turn and uh, Eddie's turn as you disappear.
3: Uh, having had the stuffing burnt out of me, um, trying to figure out what just happened and the people who guided me here to that point.
1: And I want to also hear the flavor of the spells as well like what does Dimension Door look like for Luya?
3: Yeah, sure. So she kind of just focuses in and all around her these sparkling little uh, salmon colored dots come together forming a door and they just open up for her into a shadowy darkness <laughs> and it just takes her away.
1: Okay. Um, here's where, what I'm going to provide for you um, because, again, like uh, I, I skipped over you a couple times to see where this combat would go. I'm going to allow you to act in between uh, Seer and Eddie, then after Eddie. So essentially giving you two turns on this round.
3: i completely blinded. are going to go
1: back. To, you would be you are currently in a fog cloud and cannot see. Uh, 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 uh. Kind of fucked yourself right there.
3: I mean, I don't know what's happening. <laughs>
4: You're just hearing, like, concussive <laughs> blasts. You're hearing, like, <laughs> eldritch splash shooting to the air. You're like, what the fuck?
3: She's going to...
1: Little creatures.
3: What the fuck just happened?
1: There was a lot of fire. I don't know what happened, but it seems like the the... The furry guy's uh, attacking the fire girl. Really kicking her ass. That's the rabbit responding. Who started to see this? shit. I, I'm not sure. Like, the, the fire girl locked you in the room, then the uh, the otter feller, He He just started
3: beating the shit out of her. I'm sorry. She did what now?
1: You got locked in the room. What the fuck? <laughs> well, fuck.
3: Uh... <laughs> uh... What are to you gonna what do? I'm trying to find something that does not require a visual component. Um. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> da, 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 you da, da, da. know what? Shit. Just because nobody really knows that I'm there, I'm gonna cast greater invisible. Nope, I cannot do that. Um. Uh, I uh, yes. I can expend uh, my sorcery points to get my spell slot back, right?
1: Uh, as a. Uh, cl- Oh, at, yeah, like, is that an optional rule from a sorcerer? Well, that's not even optional. That's just base Inherent. player's handbook. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. If, yeah, I know what she's talking about. Converting sorcery points into spell slots. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, I'm going to convert my sorcery points to cast greater invisibility.
1: Uh, well, no, you, you can't cast no, you, it. You, you gain the spell slot.
3: slot. Yeah, you just ah. have the spell slot back. Okay, so I have to wait at this point, right, Till it comes back around my turn? Got it. Understood.
1: Well, even then, you'd be casting, like, two uh, uh, spells on uh, the same turn, which you wouldn't be able to do. Um,
3: I thought I was getting a turn before and a turn after.
1: Yes, you you are right now. So if you wanted to, like, uh, just to clarify, if you want to, on, on your first turn, uh, convert your uh, sorcery points into spell slot, you can totally do that. Then on the your next turn, I'm just going to allow it that you, you can cast another spell. Just not two spells on the same turn. Do you, do you understand what I'm putting down here?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm just... Yeah,
1: You got two turns. I'm not going to allow two leveled spells on one singular turn. I will just go ahead and say that people already can't see you.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever this dies down, I want to see who's the victor. <laughs>
1: it's not going <laughs> to die down until it's over, Aluya. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. I, I got to know who's the winner.
1: Oh. I'm straight up going to, like... Ruin this situation
4: for a lot of people. See, so you don't. You you. Uh, do it. All right.
1: So, Louie, do you end your first turn?
3: Uh, yeah. I can't see shit.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, Eddie, it is now your turn. Uh, you feel disturbance in the forest, but can't quite pinpoint it. Actually, does your blind sense? Uh, blind sense radiate through? Uh, uh Eddie. Uh, no. I wish it would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but no. Yeah, you just feel disturbance in the forest.
2: But like but I think this is more of a situation of because Eddie uh since he knows that she had cast a spell that were that otherwise would have been, you know, like a something that would like uh distract your your brain. Eddie would have actually initially uh like uh well, Smokey Eddie's gonna go up five feet for a second as uh <laughs> regular Eddie does, like and this is the part where he gets confused.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes back and you feel Aluia near you it must be her ghost you're, you're, you can't trust your <laughs> blind sense on this buddy that's impossible <laughs> so let me see your reaction what the fuck happens when you switch places with Eddie uh, well he doesn't switch places like again
2: he's just kind of like walking uh cause like cause again she she that being cause like he presumably would have like thought the uh, uh the flaming sphere was down yep which was his main goal to begin with. Like when he gets to like over here as like, uh, Eddie goes up five feet. Mm. Uh, or and actually think about it. He doesn't even necessarily have to do that because Eddie can fly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seer cannot. <laughs> well, Seer can, but not without drinking something right now. Uh, regardless, like, uh, Eddie has like, Eddie has like moved over to this area and just like,
1: what? Looking in the direction towards Luya. <laughs>
2: So, like, uh, like, just, like, it, in fact, we'll go ahead and use this object interaction to kind of, like, <laughs>
1: poke.
3: <laughs> oh, she's just like, doesn't know what's happening, but she just kind of motions to her mouth one finger, like, shh.
2: Well, Eddie feeling secure, and also still having to deal with the fact that Seer is being a little bitch right now. Uh...
3: <laughs> Damn right!
2: Still bitter about you blue-balling me, sir. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This is all just an elaborate ruse to get payback for a blue balling her. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, Eddie from this location is going to to Eddie Blast.
1: Okay, let's see it. Damn, nineteen, which became a twenty-seven.
2: He's just like
4: slowly whittling me away, and I just love it. I'm there, go like, I'm surprised how well I'm surviving. I thought it was gonna be. Dead well, when right you now. have
2: resistance against everything, it's kind of uh, hard to to get through all of the the stuff, and also. I mean, yeah, but. Well, yeah, you're not concentrating on anything anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not.
4: But the thing is, I'm just playing with it. All
2: right, then, attack number two. Goddamn, an 18 that became a 26. And I actually am going to like uh, blast you, uh, I like, guess, far as I can at this angle into the ceiling because I think Jeez. you're flying right now. Correct.
1: All right. Uh, make me uh, saving throw uh, 1d6. Uh, sorry, 1d6 bludgeoning damage on failure. Save or suck. Well, what's saving throw? Uh, Dex 30. No, oh, natural one. You know what? Just just because it was natural one and I never do this, make it 2d6. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you make the roll. 2d6 bludgeoning damage, and you can have it. Uh, animate that up for me, Eddie. As you blast her to the ceiling, we see fissures. Well, it's
2: like, uh, well, now that Eddie knows that he can actually take his time now, but also still deal with the problem in front of him. Uh, basically, basically making Seer think she's winning. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like, uh, it's like, you know, like more smoke within the, the fog cloud, like, you know, like starts blasting up into Seer, like, pew, 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 pew and like, you know, uh, like, uh, smashes her into the ceiling. Okay. Almost like it. Well, the last one, in fact, in the, in the shape of a fist. <laughs> Beautiful. And then, uh, and then Eddie will actually, funny enough, uh, he'll actually fly back up to meet Seer at the top oh. of the ceiling.
1: <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> it's like a Superman moment. Hell yeah.
2: And uh, I guess also, just for kicks, uh, have Smokey Eddie move to the opposite side. Hell yeah. It's so like they're both in the air, like uh, like flanking Seer on either side. Mm. And uh, I think as a bonus action, Eddie is going to uh, actually he will also convert a he will convert a second level spell slot into two sorcery points mm. as his bonus action. Anything else on your turn? So that'll be it for
1: Eddie. Hallelujah! Is your turn?
3: Um, taking this information. Uh, that the little critter friends have told me, and assuming because she hasn't gotten hit with anything just yet, that whoever poked me was indeed Eddie, uh, hmm. she will now uh, go invisible because she'll she'll know that Eddie would be able to sense her. Okay. <gasps> okay. Just to, and then she'll move a smidgens. So it's six of my points. I have four left.
1: Six of your points for the spell slot in question?
3: Mm-hmm. That's six of my sorcery points.
1: Actually it requires seven.
3: Seven? Correct. Okay, yeah. I still have three left.
1: It goes two, three, five, seven, nine. Got it. So fucking weird. Um, but yes, I got you. Um anything else you're gonna be doing? Uh like animate the spell up for me. Uh, let me hear what this greater invisibility uh, looks like for uh, Aluya.
3: She'll just close her eyes for a moment. And then just like from the, her toes up to her head. Uh, this, well, she can see it. The shimmer comes across her and she disappears. Um, there's no way around this little. Boop, 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 boop. So she will go.
1: Everyone's in the air.
3: Right, uh, but I don't know that. <laughs> uh, there's a fire. She can feel behind her. Yep. So um...
1: And you hear the woof of fire to your west.
3: Okay. Either I'll go either straight or somewhere. I don't know. Um, she'll feel around. What does she feel around her? I'll even take a while to no, avoid the fire raging behind me, but to...
1: yeah. You feel metal, you feel cloth, you feel stone. And you feel a very fluffy dog head.
3: So, she'll move forward. Because she's unsure where the fuck she is just yet. Yeah. So that's it currently. Uh, That will end my turn.
1: Okay. It's here. It's your turn. You can't see shit. And all, a majority, if not all your spells rely on sight.
4: Oh, I'm not worried about that. The thing is, very much, she'll just say, feeling like, you already know I won't win against you. You are someone that is made for battle, I am much more of someone that handles after what happens in battle. But it does not mean I'm a fool as Seer will drop and basically will do... I have a lot of things I get away with. So I'm going to use my action to disengage. If I... Well, I can't disengage. I can't see them. Never mind.
5: Mm-hmm. If you can't that see them, you can't right.
4: disengage. So basically I'll keep that action. I float down and yep. go around Attack of opportunities. Ease. Yep, they get attack of opportunity, both of them, because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna fly under, fly straight up this direction. I'm dragging Eddie into a direction where he has not explored, neither did I.
1: Okay. Alright, let me grab out the fog uh, uh, the fog template. Uh, while you guys are doing this.
4: Um, I think I got out. I think I got out of it. Tactically it's like a twenty foot.
1: Yeah, well remind me, radius and uh, twenty foot. Yeah, it was a twenty foot radius. Okay. Thank you. Place it down. Just give me one second. And I believe it was where uh, Seer was before she left. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, you're still within the fog clouds here.
4: Well, the idea is that I would just go one more back.
1: Whoa, holy shit. All right. Uh, uh, Eddie um, uh 21, uh, 7 force damage, which would be 3. And uh, 24 for the second one. And uh, 14, which would be 7. 3 and 7. So uh, 10 total. And if you want to get
2: really technical because you were going down, I would be knocking you into the floor. <laughs> there
4: you go. I and mean, that's still, regardless though, that gives me more speed.
2: Yeah, give me, yeah,
1: just give me well a no, dexterity. are playing by
2: knocking you into yeah. the ceiling, I'm also knocking you into the floor.
1: <laughs> yeah, so when you reach the floor, yeah, it just make me a dexterity save. It'll be 1d6 unless you roll fucking that one. <laughs> Okay, so that's... No, I mean the saving throw as well. But yeah, it would be four or two damage.
4: I'll convert that later. But basically, I scooch out of the way. I pull out my tiny family, uh, my tiny servant, and I basically have them on the shoulder. And as I use my bonus action to mentally command, let me know when they come. Let me know where they are by pointing. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay, so you have an unseen servant nearby.
4: No, not an unseen servant. A tiny servant with blindsight. A tiny
1: servant. Okay, tiny servant with blindsight. And uh, where, where's the location of that little fucker?
4: Oh, um, it's just... I would, it's tiny, so I i was carrying the thing the whole time.
1: Okay. Yeah, so in your space. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
4: It, it has four HP. It could literally die. But the idea is that what I'll do as my hasted action, I float back into the fog cloud. I use my action to chuck a dagger to make it sound like it always came that way, and I float back it and just wait.
1: Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, the extent of Eddie's blind sight is uh, 5 feet. Is that correct, Eddie? It, it's 10 feet. 10 feet? 10 feet. You know, uh, the direction was uh, north. You can't see through Equinite Eddie, which would be in the main chamber. So that would be an uh, effective uh, tactic. Um, I'm going to have to say uh, Deception versus insight, Unless uh, there's any... Points I missed here. I feel like that's uh, I I wouldn't be
4: body language decision. reading. It'd be more like perception since they are basically trying to hear noises.
1: Yeah, but it's trying to discern. Like, uh, it. Oh, yeah, I guess you could make like uh, an argument for perception, but I'm thinking more of uh, it is the sound correct? Do you understand what I mean? Or actually, investigation might also work out as well.
2: Well, like, body language is just like one way you can insight something, but you can also insight a situation. <laughs>
1: Yeah, both of them are wisdom-based, uh, or, no, uh, insights, wisdom-based, investigations, intelligence. Um, I would say investigation is more fitting in this scenario. Because, uh, what you are doing is, uh, you're, you're trying to mislead him with a, uh, clue and he needs to discern the truth of it.
2: Okay. There wasn't gonna be much of a difference between the roles.
1: Yeah. Okay.
4: It also means that Louis is not safe if they walk through.
1: <laughs> What's the deception from Seer? Oh, let me roll. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. With the two. God damn it. Um, you nearly got tricked there, Eddie. Uh, just to tell the roles quick. Deception is two. Investigation seven. Um, you nearly got tricked there, Eddie. That dagger really did sound like Seer going through the hallway, but you you know better. Like, uh, <laughs> you you remember vividly that the monster said, if you come back, we will fight. <laughs> like Seer wouldn't be that dumb, would she? <laughs> <laughs> Not go that way, but it is a location she would want to lead you guys. Anything else here?
4: Um, only thing I might do is that, as the rest of my movement, if there's just curtain here, probably would float right around the corner, leaving my tiny servant. I'm just watching where he points, and then I'll know.
1: Yep. So, um, actually, what's your total movement?
4: A lot. I have haste.
1: Okay. So it is. Oh, no, you need to
2: specify how much you're using because that might be relevant.
4: Um, well, at least as
2: remember. far as like how far you plan to go. Yeah.
4: Just look around the corner, really. That's all I... Okay.
1: Well, it, it yeah, it's still within the 30. It's just a little past the 30 foot range. So you're, you're totally cool. If you have more than, uh, your regular allotted movement. Eddie, is your turn. It looks like a of hand, uh, deception, uh, to mislead you as a foot. And you are better than that. The rabbit is running away. What will the hunter do?
2: Also, I might be misremembering, uh yes, sir. So feel free to correct me, Seer. But uh, didn't you didn't you cast Milf's Acid Arrow at level three?
4: I did, but the tiny servant was something I cast way long ago.
2: It only lasts eight hours.
4: That's what I was saying. Didn't we cast? I cast it when we had our last long rest. Oh, and
2: we've been traveling for some time.
4: <laughs> I had to double check. I forgot. Time's weird here. We're not moving a lot, and I feel like time's moving so weird. That's me. Fair enough. Regardless, though, I'll still be behind the corner. So maybe no tiny servant then. I misremembered.
2: No, it was perfectly fine. I was just like, like I was just like sitting here, in my brain's just like, wait.
4: <laughs> I just know I cast tiny servant the time we leveled up.
2: So, well, in which case, like uh, Eddie, uh, it's like uh, will naturally like a fly over. <laughs> Your tiny servant is will even if it, like, whether it was there or not, is tiny-sized. Uh, so well, the big thing is
4: I'm pull- I want to pull Eddie out of the smoke. That's the key thing.
2: It's like, uh, Eddie says hello. <laughs> hello.
1: Hey, little dude.
2: <laughs> and, uh, you know what? Eddie's gonna be a bitch. He's gonna cast Fog Cloud again.
1: Okay. Oh, you suck. I figured as much that ah! ran through my head. <laughs> Uh, I'll move Fog the cloud is a level free. one spell, Seer.
4: I know, but <laughs> it is but not expensive
1: for me to use it.
4: I'm aware, but that's what I'm annoyed by. I was hoping to be like, oh yeah, bloodthirsty battle back and forth, and it's like no fog cloud. I'm like, damn
2: it!
1: Wait, where's the fog
2: cloud? Is it on Seer? You no, know, it's going to be centered on on Eddie again.
1: Okay. <laughs> so
4: he sees more now, and suddenly they're like, where the fuck?
2: <laughs> well, they're probably
1: in the direction of that
2: big fog cloud over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what?
4: so annoyed i'm sitting there like
1: i i kind of want to imagine i actually followed him because that's more funny to imagine It's, it's like uh the peanuts character with the smoke cloud it's
2: just although more specifically just to make sure everything's above board here i'm casting that fog cloud uh as a bonus action with uh with quicken spell yep makes sense this is going to be like a tom and jerry situation
4: where it's like i'm just going to keep running and hopefully eddie gets stopped by things that keep trying to kill him instead of me
1: at the end of the day i'm just happy a lot of resources in general
2: are being used well most of mine are going to be uh, recoverable hers are not
4: <laughs> Well, that's the whole point is very much like i was trying to basically outlast so i wasn't trying to win combat my whole goal was to be like eddie they're dead okay
1: so eldritch blast with your main action, Eddie. Uh, yep. Sorry,
2: just uh, that's perfectly fine. Making sure things are being ticked. Oh off. no, Eddie! I see that orb. I'm scared now. Don't push me in it. <laughs> well, right now we're both in the air, so I can't
1: yet. <laughs> Not yet.
3: I can see partial of Smokey Eddie, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, actually, no. He's within the fog cloud. Okay. Uh,
0: making sure everything is. Here. You see
1: two gleaming eyes within the fog cloud. Okay. Oh, yeah,
4: I see it now. Okay. I, you,
1: you're pretty sure Eddie got fat. Like, really fat. <laughs> Needs to <a> lose <little laughs> some weight. Okay. 23's yeah, ahead.
4: It's just a very slow death. I honestly think we could speed this along. <laughs> so we'll do this.
2: Yep. 11. Mm-hmm. Yep, 14. Then the 14 will miss. Yep, 14 is a miss. And then. Smoky Eddie is going to to in fact, it uh in fact it Can will move as
4: so a bonus action if you already burned it
2: oh no that's the thing that's the that the bonus action is to teleport it's a free action to move it ah okay and in fact it will have some fun here it's going to move behind you again <laughs> there you go
4: God this is why I knew I was gonna die but I'm so if Elluia didn't have dimension door we know for a fact she would have died.
2: Well, not necessarily because, again, you did uncast Flaming Sphere. Eddie was going to go make his way over to the door until he realized that Aluya was fine. (laughs) Hmm.
1: Yeah, but again, that happened around round four. That would have been four saving throws. And, uh, spoiler alert, uh, two additional die each round. So, by that point, four, six, eight, uh... I don't remember if Aluya has absorbed elements or not. uh, Hopefully, but, uh, 10d6. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, uh... That's a lot of damage by then,
4: but regardless, to Eddie, do your worst.
1: Yes.
2: See resolution. I mean, that's the end of my turn. That was my action, yep. bonus action.
3: Oh, Elia, are you doing anything? Uh, now that I've noticed a moving cloud and eyes in front of me, I'm assuming that the fight has now shifted. I'm gonna stay where I can see. Yeah. Uh, cause right, it comes up to here, right? Yes. Okay.
1: The start of uh, the Junction Chamber is uh, where the Fog Cloud uh, ends.
3: Yeah, I'm going to stay. You know what? Fuck it. Um, let's move up a little just in case. You
1: get a lot of usage out of Fog Cloud this episode.
3: <laughs> oh. I'm going to feel. Is there a wall to my left?
1: It's exactly how you see it. Um, there is uh, no wall. Oh. Now you're at the wall. And honestly, I'm fairly certain you're out of... Yep, you're out of the Fog Cloud. Because it's a radius.
3: Okay. That's yep. fine. I'm going to well, stay there.
1: That, that's the empty pocket within the Fog Cloud there.
3: All right. Yeah. I'm going to stay there. Okay. Ciri,
1: it's your turn. What do you do?
3: I'm going to
4: be a bitch. And very much do the same song and dance. We're basically pulling Eddie along for a ride. Okay. Two attack of opportunities as they float off
2: basically into a Two direction attacks. this way.
1: Well... It's one, but yeah, oh, I got gotcha. you. Well, it, it winds up
2: becoming two attacks because it's held or twice. Mm, I got gotcha. you. Well, sorry, like, uh, where specifically do you go?
4: <laughs> I'm trying to go keep deeper into the hallway.
2: Uh, all right, I just needed to be. I just needed to be sure. Uh, for what it's worth, if I managed to still like uh, hit you like once or twice, you would be knocking into this wall first.
4: <laughs> oh no, I'm also that would also push me into the possible, Um If I fall into the orb, that would fucking suck. <laughs> um how high is the flames from the orb because that also would determine what would happen to yeah like hit first let's see if that even happens
1: yeah and just to specify what she's talking about um the party is north of where the fire orb was which was in the south this one is uh ice crystal with a frost uh permeating off the uh hoarfrost essentially
4: that's how i want to check because i might get pushed into that if it's not a good scenario oh shit because okay. I flew this way, and as I try to
2: fly off, it would push me in the direction.
1: Yeah, I assume you're pushing her into the orb, then. So, uh, that,
2: that sounds like the idea to, like, uh, possibly make this go faster. <laughs> Probably. Let's do
1: it. Uh, constitution saving throw. Uh, with that, again, it's 18.
4: Oh my god, natural one.
1: <laughs> again. And I'm never going to do this again. Just because it's very specific to the situation. I just need to stress. Uh, natural ones do not affect the damage of the saving throw. But in these two situations, I thought it'd be more fun just to add a little spice to this. The original damage I was going to have you do, considering where this uh, fire and where this frost is coming from, it'd be the equivalent of a uh, essentially a fireball, 66. I mean... with your nat- With your natural one... Unless you have anything to go against that.
4: I don't. I just want to end in the glorious way of being like something.
1: 12d6 damage, please. Hold.
4: I'm going to be honest, Gray. The number, if I rolled every single die at a one, so if all of them were ones, I'd still possibly die. But we're going to find out. If I roll less than 20 damage, I might still be alive.
2: Well, I mean, like, you still take only half of it
1: because you're resistant. Take the entire thing, Yes. Oh, yeah, plus it's hapt. Yes, so 12d6.
4: I'm very dead.
1: Yeah, 44, apt is 22. Um, Eddie, describe your attack. Uh, allu- uh, uh, fucking seer, you can describe your death.
4: Um, I'll type you something while Eddie describes how he does the blast.
1: Well,
2: describe her down. It wouldn't automatically kill her. <laughs> I don't think. I know,
1: but she is dead.
4: All right, then... Here's what happens, because I just want to speed it up. Eddie, here's what happens. You launch Seer into this orb, and their natural, like, flame body starts to just, like, get slowly snuffed out as you just see their hair reduce. The veins of them just slowly become hardened. But the thing you'll notice, instead of it being, like, you know, them falling apart, it seems as if suddenly... They start to turn more into a silvery shape. They start to turn into a form that is similar to, if you've seen the T, you know, the Terminator series with the liquid. They turn into this, like, silver-bodied um, being that just slowly shatters into pieces as they land all over the ground around
1: this orb. All right. And with that, we're going to end combat. No experience. <laughs> Not fucking with you. Um, Eddie, Alluja, Uh give yourselves both 500 EXP. Um, uh, Seer, 250. Yes, ma'am.
0: Oh,
3: really? Yes. Oh. Seer is dead. Okay.
1: Hey, Seer is dead.
4: <laughs> 250. Sad. Makes sense, though. You said
3: 350?
1: Uh, 500 for both you and uh, Eddie. That. Just add 500 onto your sheet. Seer, 250. Um, Eddie, any last words as we finish off here?
2: It's like, uh, as he's probably aware of the fact that uh, that didn't, like, uh, end how normally when he, when Eddie attacks something, you know, like a winds up being, he's actually going to be a little less chill as he says this. Where is the little Dude.
0: This has been House Common Blood. The intro and outro music is Oh My Dog by Savik. And any other music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. Stay connected.